you ever feel awkward in your English conversations? Well, it might be because the way that you learned English in a classroom is much more formal than how native English speakers speak. American English speakers are actually pretty casual in their day-to-day -day conversations. In this video, I'll teach you some great phrases that you can use to replace your formal English with much more natural English. These phrases will be the most useful in your spoken English. Let's get started. Did you answer the phone? Did you pick up the phone? Instead of just saying, answer the phone, native English speakers will sometimes say, pick up the phone. I'm going to pick up the phone. That means I'm going to answer the phone. You can also use this as a command. It's quite common to say, hey, can you pick up the phone for me? This means, can you answer the phone for me? So instead of saying answer, go ahead and try and say pick up when it comes to answering the phone. You should really try to have the same skill level as me. Get on my level. Okay, I love this phrase, get on my level. If you want to tell someone that they really need to step up Maybe they're studying or they're training because your ability is getting really good. This is kind of a slang phrase. It's very informal. You can say, get on my level. You will often hear athletes in competition tell each other, oh, get on my level. This means I'm really good. You better get good too. It's very informal and it's just a great way to tell someone that they better step up their game or get better. I have to complain to you right now. I have to vent. The most common way that I say I'm going to complain is I say I'm going to vent. Of course, I try not to complain very often, but if I do, if I'm having just a conversation with a close friend and we're talking about the things in life that are not going well, I say we're having a vent session. This is like the idea that when you're very angry or when you're very frustrated, you need to let off steam. So if you're venting, you're letting your frustrations and your complaints out and you're telling them to a friend or whoever it may be. So instead of saying complaining, you can say venting. And if you have a friend that just needs to complain and you feel like you're being a good listener, you can say, yeah, you can always vent to me. This means you can always complain to me or you can always tell me your frustrations. It's still happening. It's ongoing. If you want to say that something is currently happening or currently going on, you can say it's ongoing. The reason that I mentioned this phrase is because the tends to confuse my English students if I say, yeah, it's, it's ongoing. Because they start to think of all their verb tenses and where this fits in. But if you say it's ongoing, it means it's still happening. It hasn't ended. A good way to use this phrase is if there is a competition or some sort of event and someone says, oh, did that end last week? You can say, no, it's actually still ongoing. You can still participate. My job is very difficult. I'm working all of the time. My job's grind. This is an awesome slang phrase. If you want to say that you are working really hard and it's kind of unpleasant how hard you're working, you can say, it's a grind. Now, some people, they love to grind at work. This means they love to work very hard, very long hours because it just gives them a lot of satisfaction. So some people love 
the grind. And some people hate the grind. It can be used in a really positive way or negative way. It just means that it's hard work. A really popular thing people used to put on social media is rise and grind. This was slang for rise, awaken, and work hard. Is your job a grind or do you enjoy the grind? Let me know in the comments. That is not possible. There's no way. One thing that's important to understand about American English speakers is that we're very hyperbolic, we're very dramatic and over the top in our speech. We tend to be dramatic when we're talking about our problems and things like that. So instead of saying it's not possible, we will say something like, there's no way. So it just means like there's no way to do it. It's a bit of a negative phrase, but it's really common to say in spoken English. Instead of saying there's no way to do that, we just say there's no way. Or if we don't believe that something is going to happen, again, we don't believe it's possible, we will say oh, there's no way that happens. When I first started watching the show Game of Thrones, I thought it was such a good show there's no way that they could mess it up, but the ending of the show was so bad, I couldn't believe it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am going to reveal a bad thing that this organization has done. I'm going to pull back the curtain on them. This is one of those phrases that I heard really recently and I was like, oh, I hear this all the time. I have to teach it to my English students. If you want to say you're going to reveal things, especially bad things that people have done in secret, you can say, I'm going to pull back the curtain on this. So I like to think, of, you know, this idiom as literal. If you were at a show in, in a theater and you pulled the curtain, you would see all sorts of weird things going on that aren't related to the show. You would see people setting up things. You would see people changing their costumes. You wouldn't want to pull back the curtain during a theater performance because it would just reveal, you know, things that ruin the show. So if you pull back the curtain on, you know, people's businesses or organization, it means that you're going to show all the things that maybe they shouldn't be doing or people would be surprised to see. So you're kind of revealing things if you're pulling back the curtain. So this is a great natural idiom. Add this to your vocabulary. I have a problem with this behavior. I am the worst. Going back to the idea that American English speakers are the most dramatic, instead of saying that they do something that's kind of negative, American English speakers will say, I am the worst. So maybe someone will say, oh yeah, I'm always late to school or I'm always late to work. You'll say, oh, I'm the worst. That means I do this a lot. I can relate. I'm the worst at being late. Or someone might say, I have a sweet tooth. This means that they always like to eat sweets. They crave sugar a lot. If you agree with this and you think you have a bad sweet tooth as well in the conversation, you could say, oh, 
I am the worst, I can't get enough of chocolate or I can't get enough of cookies and ice cream. If you've experienced this, then you would know without me explaining it. If you know, you know. So you might have seen this abbreviated online before. If you know, you know. I-Y-K-Y-K. I've seen this on Twitter. I've seen this on other social media. It means exactly as I've said before. If you know, you know. It means if you've experienced this thing or this situation, then I don't even have to describe it to you because you know it all too well or you can relate very well. So I might say something to an English learner. I might say, oh, irregular verbs, right? If you know, you know. This means like if you've struggled with these, then you know my struggle. So this phrase is super informal. I see it a lot online and you can even use this great abbreviation just to say it in a text message or on social media. If you know, you know. I want to add something brief to the conversation. I wanted to say something. So instead of saying I'm going to add something to the conversation or you know, let me just have a moment to speak within this conversation. Americans will just quickly say, I wanted to say, or I just wanted to say, or I just wanted to ask. This is just a way of saying, I'm going to do it very briefly and kind of interrupt the conversation to do it. It's almost polite as if you're saying like, can I have a little bit of permission to do this? But usually you're just saying it quickly. You might say, I just wanted to ask, and then you say it. And it's considered polite, but it's just very informal as well. And saying, instead of saying, could I please take a moment to ask, you'd say, I just wanted to ask. What was the problem? Why didn't it work out? If there is a problem, English speakers will say that something didn't work out. I would say this is a more polite way of saying there was a problem or an issue. You could say it just didn't work out. We even use this phrase, if two people break up or their relationship ends, maybe they're no longer friends or they get divorced, they're no longer husband and wife. Instead of saying there's problems or there's issues or there was a fight, a very polite kind of gentle way of saying this is to say it just didn't work out. I like what you're doing. Keep it up. One of my favorite ways to tell people to keep going or to keep doing something that's really good that they're doing is to say, keep it up. This could be also said as keep up the good work or keep up the hard work, but I just like to say, keep it up. So if you're watching this English lesson and you're really studying the vocabulary, keep it up. If you want to keep studying English with me for six weeks, Make sure to visit EnglishWithKayla.com to join my six-week Upgrade to Native English Conversation course, where each week you'll have listening exercises, vocabulary lessons, and practice English conversations to speak with over and over again so that you can gain confidence speaking even without an English partner. Again, visit EnglishWithKayla.com. My students that are in the course right now say that the phrasal verbs and the idioms that they've learned in the course have really helped them in their English conversations. Thanks again for studying with me. I hope that you'll try out the next lessons on screen as well, and I'll see you in the next English lesson. Goodbye!